Thanks for tuning in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel, along with streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please be sure to search for America Out Loud. In addition to that, we're available on AmericaOutloud.news, which has thousands of podcasts and articles updated daily. And you can also find our full archive of shows over at AmericaOutloud.news. Hope you guys all are having a great week. Uh, Definitely a lot to talk about again tonight. And not just the new movies out, Oppenheimer and Barbie, which seem to be uh, getting a lot of discussion. It's been a while since Hollywood has been in the news to the degree that they are right now. This Barbie movie seems to be... Uh, quite the blockbuster, raking in quite a bit of money. Um, not sure that it would be down my alley, that's for sure. Definitely doesn't appeal to me, but I guess a lot of people do like it. Certainly Ben Shapiro was not one of them. He gave a scathing review of how woke uh, this new Barbie movie is, which is certainly no surprise to me. Uh, I'll have to put that one way back on the list of ever seeing that. Uh, as far as Oppenheimer goes, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of these movies that are over three hours long at this point. Just because of time, I don't really have time to go to a movie for over three hours. So, uh, yeah, I'm in no hurry to see that one either. But moving along, we've got our own problems in our country. And that starts with uh, the resident in the White House, Joe Biden. Perhaps the most crooked president of all time. Uh, this guy's so crooked, he took Hillary Clinton's nickname, according to Donald Trump, who now calls him Crooked Joe Biden, because he said that Joe Biden is even more crooked than Hillary Clinton, according to Donald Trump. And uh, we've seen this since the beginning of his administration. President Trump was asking for accountability with Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, and his business dealings. Um, certainly, if you could have said that President Trump would be impeached for trying to get to the bottom of the Ukrainian corruption. And then you look at fast forward a couple of years later, and here you've got Joe Biden giving Ukraine billions of dollars. Certainly that would raise a lot of eyebrows to anyone that is not biased, just looking at the facts on the table, saying, well, maybe President Trump is right. He was worried about Biden and Ukraine being corrupt. And here you've got Biden getting in the White House and sending billions of dollars to the Ukraine, which is most likely most going into Zelensky's pocket, going into Hunter Biden's business partner's pocket for compromising the Bidens. Rob, how are you doing tonight? And what are your thoughts on the Barbie movie? Well, Andrew, I'm doing great tonight, and I'm glad you brought that up. I forgot to talk about, we forgot to talk about the movies that are being released. Barbie Heimer is what they're billing it as. <laughs> I'm going to tie this all into what's happening currently with politics. I find it interesting that the Hollywood has been suffering, has it been hemorrhaging of people going to the movies, and they're saying that it was because of COVID. That with the shutdown, people just stopped going to movies because now you can like do a lot of streaming of movies at home, at home. And I prefer doing that as opposed to going to some movie theater with some idiot who decides to start vaping or smoking marijuana. I don't want to participate in that. I don't want to smell that. 
And of course, no one is going to stop them. So they were just free for all. And even before the marijuana and the vaping, just going to the movies as a whole was for me a monumental task. First, the cost, the cost of a movie, and then getting refreshments. It's like going out for a five-star dinner. It's like, is it even worth it? Then you've got to sit through the talking of people. You have the couples that are arguing backwards and forth. It's like, why don't you guys just do that at home? If he didn't want to go, why bring him to the movies? He's sitting there, the boyfriend, I didn't want to go here. Then the girlfriend, oh, please, please. There's like this, all these conversations that are going on. And I don't like it. I want, when I go to the movies, I want to be entertained by the movie, not by the people that are going to see the movie. But instead, you're entertained by the people who are going to see the movie. And I got to say, Andrew, in some cases, they provide a lot of good entertainment, entertainment that you normally wouldn't get from other people. So, you know, you want people to be quiet at the movie, but sometimes they're not. And then you're wondering, why? Why aren't you quiet? Do you want to lose privileges or something like that? So it just makes you wonder, like, what are these people doing here? That all being said. So, Barbie. I heard I heard the reviews about Barbie, and I heard that it's, like, misogynistic. It's attacking men. I have no desire to see Barbie. I doubt I'll go. Well, I won't, I'm not going to say I doubt. I'm not going to go see it. When it comes on TV, I doubt seriously that I'll see it then. There's just no interest. And it's probably a good movie. And I know that a lot of people are saying there are these political themes in it. They're shooting down men. But can we just like just go to a movie and just like be entertained as opposed to having all this heavy stuff that we're dealing with on a daily basis? The same thing with Oppenheimer. I didn't even know, Andrew, that movie was out. I was like, what is it about? Is it, is it, is it about the financial institution, the financial fund, Oppenheimer? That was my lack of knowledge about this movie. Then I went and I Googled it. I'm like, oh, it's about the atomic bomb. Well, it's probably a good historical timepiece. I'm not going to go see it. I might see it when it comes on TV, when they start streaming it. I'm not going to pay for it. But to me, if it's three hours long, to me, it seems like one of those movies that I would sit on the couch, I'm tired, and then allow the movie to watch me while I'm sleeping. Have you ever done that, Andrew? Allow a movie to watch, or, or allow TV to watch you while you're sleeping? Oh, yeah, all the time. Because it's just like, there, there's nothing there. It's like, okay. And, and there are, I got to admit, I said there's nothing there. There are some good movies that are being shown, like, I think, Black Adam uh, with the the Dwayne the Rock Johnson, I didn't go see it uh, when it was streaming. I was watching it. I think it was over. It might have been during Thanksgiving holiday that I was at visiting my family in Arkansas, and they all wanted to watch it. And I'm like, okay, fine. And I fell asleep on it. Then I tried to watch it again with my son and my nephew. I fell asleep again on it. And then there were certain pieces that I was watching. I'm like, wow, this looks pretty good. So I tried to stay up one day to watch it just straight through, and I still fell asleep. But I will say, it seems to be a rather interesting movie. I know that a lot of people were saying that it was woke. I don't know what was woke about it. Maybe I fell asleep. I think that when they were saying that people were trying to take over different countries, a white man was trying to take over, I'm like, well, when you look at it in history, that's what happened. So how woke is that? I mean, everything, everything now people are trying to look at, is it woke? Does it have a woke element to it? And I just want to go and be, as I said, entertained i don't want all the stress 
But nowadays, every movie has to have some type of wokeism. You have to have your resident gay character, your trans character, even on regular TV, which I don't watch anymore. I spend my day watching the news stations. I can't tell you the last time I actually watched, sat down and watched ABC, CBS, or NBC like their shows. Haven't done it in, in years because there's nothing on it. But reality TV, and the reality TV, I think, has transformed into like this whole gutter trash that you don't want to even see. So it makes you wonder, like, what's going on? I mean, and now there's a strike that's going on in Hollywood. And I'm what I'm hearing and reading, this is going to impact the movies that come out next year. There are already movies that are in the pipeline that are going to come up for Christmas. But because of the strike, the actors can't promote the movies. Else they're going against the strike, they're breaking the line or whatever. So you won't hear a lot of that, a lot of the promotions. And they're saying that's what happened to Tom Cruise's latest movie. Uh, what was the movie that he's Mission Impossible? I don't know which count he's on. It was a good movie, but he was unable to go out and promote it. And he was trying to convince the Screen Actors Guild to allow him to go and promote it. But they're like, nope, not going to do it. So that movie didn't do so great. With Barbie, they had already started promoting it, like I think back in April, because here in New York, they had all these little pop-up restaurants talking about Barbie, this Barbie, 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 the pink Barbie. So they were already ahead of the game. But with Tom Cruise's movie, I didn't even know he had made another Mission Impossible. He was unable to go out and promote it, so it didn't do so great at the box office compared to the other Mission Impossible movies. Oppenheimer, like I said, I knew nothing about it. Uh, I don't. I, they didn't do a lot of promotion, but because that's the only thing that's there, people had no choice but to go, okay, we have nothing, let's just go to the movies and see it. But this speaks volumes as to what's happening in our society. They're trying to blame it on COVID. And they're saying, well, after being inside all that time, people are finally coming out to go to the movies. I don't think so, Andrew. People aren't going to the movies because they're not producing good movies. People aren't going to the movies because they're trying to push an agenda. Look at the movies that came out that Disney has put out. They've all tanked because Disney has gone woke. Now, when they got rid of the their CEO, they thought that Bob Eisner, I think that's his name. Is it Bob? No, it's not Bob. Oh, gosh. I see his name. It's not Bob Eisner. Bob Eisner was, I think, a couple of years ago. But the guy who's in at the top right now, they thought that he was going to come in and get rid of all the wokeism. I think it's Bob Eager. But he didn't do it. He came in with his woke agenda, uh, fighting with Ron DeSantis. And it, right, it's Rob, I had to Google it while we're talking. Robert Iger. They thought he was going to come in. He replaced Bob Shapik. And they thought that he was going to come in, Bob Iger, because he had been the CEO of Disney before. He was going to come in straight, not the Magic Kingdom, but he didn't. He came in with the same crazy agenda. This is the same guy, Robert Iger, or Bob Iger, whichever one you want to call him, that Oprah Winfrey had said some time ago that if he runs for president, she would vote for him. 
Well, we know why she would vote for him, because he has a woke agenda. And I have said this on dozens of occasions, simply because a person is the CEO of a company does not translate that that person can be the president. The only exception is with Donald Trump. The exception with Donald Trump is because Donald Trump, what he's saying now, he's been saying it for 30 years. And why our fellow Republicans can't get on the program like Sununu, the governor of New Hampshire, like uh, Bob Hurd, who attended an event in Iowa this past weekend, and he was booed off the stage because he decided to attack Trump. I'm glad they booed him, and they should keep booing these people because they're nothing but rhinos. I got up this morning and read an article about Meghan McCain. She's saying that she's mad at the GOP candidates because they won't attack Trump. Attack Trump for what? The only thing they'll bring up is that, well, look at what he did and look at all these indictments when we know that those indictments are false, just like the two impeachments. And what is Kevin McCarthy waiting, waiting on? He should move right now while they control the House to exonerate Trump's record of, of all those impeachments. If he were to do that, that would give us a leg up going into the election because we all know that those impeachments were false. Why was Trump impeached over making a phone call, the phone call that you mentioned earlier when you were talking, Andrew, for calling Ukraine and saying, we need to know what's going on with the former vice president, Joe Biden, and his son? What monies? Were they taking in? Was there a, a, some type of plan to pay to play? We need to know that. But instead of looking into it, a Democrat-led Congress decided to impeach him. And as I mentioned on one of our shows, they bypassed the impeachment inquiry and moved directly to impeachment thanks to Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi, whose husband head would get bashed in, but we still don't know the details behind it. Nancy Pelosi, whose husband was caught drinking and driving DUI. We still don't got the, uh, the, all the ins and outs of that because it's been hidden. These are the people that are running our government. These are the people that are also running the entertainment industry. Why? Because Republicans decided to take their marbles and go home. We don't want to focus on that. Let them have it. It's nothing but sin and shame, and we're going to focus on something else. Okay, no, you've woken up, and look at what's happened. They're controlling everything in the country. Because we decided to look the other way. And I dare say that we're doing the same thing now. Looking the other way. Allowing them access. We allow them access to our school systems. And now look at what's happening. We always want to just fold up. I'm just going to fold it up. And we're just going to go home. As opposed to paying attention to what's happening around us. So you have these movies. Oh, and I got to mention. Speaking of movies, Andrew. I think Heather Robinson and I spoke about this. There's a one movie that's out with James Cabal, I always mispronounce his name, that is apparently a really good movie about child trafficking, The Sound of Freedom. I haven't seen it yet. I want to go see it. So far, it has made $140 million. No one wants to talk about it. The left, they're mad. They're mad like a wet hen. Because they don't want that movie out there. You know why? Because it deals with child trafficking, human trafficking. And apparently, although Democrats say we're against it, they're not so against it. Look at our border. Look at the children that are being trafficked through the border, coming in with adults who we don't know if it's their parents or not. Most of the time, it's not. And we hear the stories about this, but Democrats are just like oblivious to it. You know why? These are the same Democrats 
that want access to your children, that wants to teach your children not sex education, but transgender education, homosexual education. That's what they're into. But they want to tell you we've got to protect our children. And that's the reason why they want the public schools, your kids to stay in the public schools and not go to charter schools. Because in public schools, they can teach your kids all of this lascivious stuff. Why? Well, because Republicans look the other way. We decided, well, we're too busy. We want to just make money. We looked the other way, and we allowed, allowed them all this latitude, all this access to our children, and look at what's happening. But going back to the movies, Sound of Freedom, I would encourage you all to go and watch it. I haven't seen it, but I hear, I'm hearing good things that is really good. And the subject matter, a, a movie that deals with something that's really serious as opposed to transgender, how my son became a transgender, how my daughter became a transgender. Oh, I'm a man and uh, I'm having a baby. And we know that's all a fantasy land. It can't happen. It's not true. But they want to push that. They want our children to see it. Right. And look at the movies that they're showing. They're not geared toward our children. They're geared toward adults, Andrew. Yeah, and apparently a lot of people could probably go see Sound of Freedom for free. Uh, this lady I work with went and seen it, and she said uh, what she did and what a lot of people have been doing is uh, they'll donate money to the movie theater before they go. I think she said she left like 40 bucks. And what the movie theater does is uh, they keep that and for when people at, come into the theater and ask if anyone's donated to see Sound of Freedom, they'll say yes you can have these donated tickets or whatever. So a lot of people are getting tickets donated to them because people see the movie and they feel so strongly about it. They want to make sure other people see the movie and they're even willing to pay uh, for people to go see the movie. So I guess certainly worth looking into seeing if you could get into that movie free at any of your local theaters. Uh, regardless, I would recommend seeing Sound of Freedom. You're tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. 
For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Andrew, I just want to continue along the lines of the movies and what's happening and why people aren't going to the movies, as I mentioned, is not because uh, of COVID and that now that COVID is open and people are running to the movies. No, it's more that the content just isn't there and people are tired of being preached to. Right. I look at some of the movies back from the, the, 80, the 90s, the 80s, and the 70s and the 60s, right, got great movies, historical pieces. But now the movies are so trying to push an agenda. And I don't know who came together in Hollywood and sat down and decided this, but I would guarantee that if you were to go into a lot of these companies, a lot of these corporations, you would see sitting on the boards are people that are members of the LGBTQ, ABCD group, the trans communities, all of these radical groups. Now, hear me, I want you guys to understand what I'm saying here. Because I'm sure some of you probably have individuals in your families that are... uh, gay or bi or what have you, if you have someone in your family who's trans, I, my heart really goes out to you because I do believe with all honesty that they have been misguided and they need psychological help. God made us in his image and the bodies that he put us in, he didn't make any mistake. He did not make a mistake. And it's unfortunate that our medical community has a lot of kids thinking that he made a mistake. And that is the reason why, as of lately, only lately, you have all these stories about people coming out saying, oh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm trans. Not necessarily gay, but I'm trans. Yeah. And we need to celebrate it. Yeah, just an update. Um, my cousin that I've spoken about on a couple occasions that – she was 18 and all of a sudden decided she was trans. I think she decided this when she was like 16 or something. But tried changing her name to a guy's name and getting everyone to talk to her like it's a guy. And uh turns out a couple of years later, we just found out she's pregnant. So according apparently the trans thing isn't going so well from what the sounds of things. And we see this with young people over all the time where they're just so confused and they don't even know if they like guys or girls or not. But they're just going with what society's telling them uh they should do, which is really unfortunate and sad. And that's been pushed so much in the movies in Hollywood. Uh, it's no wonder these kids are so screwed up. And you're right, Andrew. They're going by what society is telling them. If you don't feel comfortable here, maybe you're this. Maybe you're that. And that's just not true. When, we were, when you were growing up, little girls were tomboys. Little boys behave feminine. That did not mean that they were gay or lesbian or that they were trans. But you have our schools and you have movies that are telling them, if you're this way, if you behave this way, then you might be a trans. We heard the other day of this man who was uh, going to, I think it was, his kids were going to see their doctor, their pediatrician, that they have seen for quite some time. And the first thing the the pediatrician said, how do you want me to refer to you as? Like, what? I'm a little boy. I'm a little girl. See, they're planting this in these kids' heads. And then you have other kids that are at school whose parents 
like this kind of stuff because to them, this is just a another designer. Just like when they have like the designer dogs, we got the cockapoodle, we have this poodle, we have this, the mixing of the dogs. For them, having a trans kid, it's just the best thing. Yeah, poster child for that set, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union. There you go. There you go. The poster child for that. Now, I don't know if that young man understands what's happening, but I do believe that the family is trying to make money from it. He's a retired athlete. He's washed up, and she's not doing so great in the movie industry. She's getting some movies, and when she doesn't get it, she wants to scream out racism. I mean, this is how this is going now. And it translates into the movies that people are seeing. It, it translates into the entertainment that we see on TV. Mark my word, it's only a matter of time, Andrew, before a trans person appears on the news. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time before we see someone. Now, we already have people on the news who are gay or lesbians or whatnot, but that would be the ultimate thing for them to have on the local news. Now, I know that they have Caitlyn Jenner, and he's a, a commentator on one of the uh, local stations, or not local stations, but uh, cable news stations. But before long, they will have a trans person giving the news. The same way they have trans people entering into beauty pageants. And I think it was in Spain or Italy, whereby they banned biological men, and that's what they are, biological men, from entering beauty pageants, and they said that once they did it, it was like an influx of trans people trying to enter the beauty pageant. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if someone put them up to it. More than likely they did, but this is what we're up against. I mean, they even had a trans model in Victoria's Secrets on the runway and in Playboy Sports Illustrated. Now, what the heck are you doing? And as I mentioned before, they're saying that if you're a male and if you don't like trans women, you're transphobic. Okay, well, I'm transphobic, and I will remain transphobic. Plain and simple. But see, this is the kind of stuff when you go to entertainment that they're pushing. And as I mentioned, I don't want to get away from this point, is that this only started happening, not in the past decade, but we could say the past three years that Joe Biden has been in office, because he's been promoting this craziness. Richard Levin, who's actually, well, she, he calls himself Rachel, but he's actually Richard. And he was a classmate of Mark Milley. Do you see how these things are connected? And then we can't forget Sam Britton, who's just mysteriously disappeared after coming out, after being like this person over waste management, wearing lipstick with a beard, and he's a, a dominatrix, and he's into Furbies and furries, all these other crazy things. Why would you put that in the White House? The White House needs to be desanitized as soon as they get bite out. Go in with Lysol and scrub it. Not scrubbing it for COVID, but scrubbing it for filth. Yeah, scrubbing the... it for cocaine and marijuana, Andrew. Yeah, one of the funniest but saddest things I've seen is when that Sam Britton who was spotted wearing that African designer's clothes. I mean, this oh guy God. literally custom-made clothes for this designer. And this guy is spotted wearing them all over the place after she had her luggage stolen. I mean, this is just a typical... Uh, stereotypical member of the Biden White House right there. And he's yet to be held accountable. And when he is held accountable, they'll probably whitewash it. They'll take it off the newspapers because they don't want you to associate that with that type of deviant behavior. But I'm here to tell you that there is a deviancy in that behavior. First of all, they're confused. They are confused. 
into thinking, oh, well, I'm a man, but I can wear lipstick and I can wear heels and I can wear dresses and I can steal people's clothes and no one's going to say anything about it. Sam Britton targeted certain people. He targeted their luggages. If he saw a luggage that was look really designer, he would go up, pick it up and walk right out with it. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I mean, th that's what he was doing. If he saw luggage that was all tattered, he's like, no, I don't want that. There are no treats in that. But any luggage that was a designer bag, oh, he's going to pick that up. And look at the booty that I got. Oh, look at all the good stuff that I got here, and I can put it on. And I can wear it to the White House. And they're not going to say anything about it. Look at Dylan Mulvaney. Look at what he did going to the White House to interview the president. Now, think of the other little girls, young girls out there that would have wanted that opportunity. They didn't get it because they wanted to push an agenda. You're pushing an agenda when you are not giving that opportunity to a female, but you're going to give it to someone who's confused. Right. Don't uh, not just think of the other girls, just think of actual girls because uh, Dylan Mulvaney is a guy pretending to be a girl getting this interview. He is a guy in masquerade. He is a guy in his Halloween suit. And now he's flee to South America. And did you hear the latest? Budweiser, they're laying off people because of the bad judgment of the person who decided to use him in their advertising campaign. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You ever heard of this Ron Flipovics guy? He used to be in the GOP anyways. He tweeted the other day a picture of Dylan Mulvaney, and he said, uh, if Dylan Mulvaney went to a Trump rally, 95% of people there would hit on him. It's like, you've got to be kidding me. These leftists projecting this crap on us. It's like, just because maybe you want to hit on him doesn't mean that uh, Trump supporters do. It's just absolutely ridiculous. I thought that was. That they would hit, hit on him for what? <laughs> for it's being obvious so, that he... so attractive, I guess. <laughs> so that's, that's, a, that's really a, uh, what I want to say. That's, that's, makes, that's a, an insult, I think, to women. Because you can see this guy and tell that he is a guy. I know that he tried to shave down his Adam's apple, but you can tell he's a guy. Now, when you see them, see him in the pictures, he has all the filters on. They've like smoothed down his skin. But when you see him with all, all, without all the filtration, you can tell he's a guy. The bone structure, he's a guy. Whoever the plastic surgeon was, he should get his money back. He created a Frankenstein. He's a guy. But before long, Andrew, and this is still dealing with the movies, before long, they will do a movie about Dylan. And his transformation, because all this took place on TikTok with him transforming. And what is TikTok? Chinese propaganda. Still being used. And you cannot convince these young people what it is. They're so stuck on it. It's like, no, no, no. I want my TikTok account. I mean, that's the new movies, actually. TikTok. I don't have a TikTok account. I don't want a TikTok account because I sell straight through it. And then you will have some people on the left and the right, Andrew, who will say, well, what's wrong with TikTok? We're trying to stop TikTok, but look at all these, look at Instagram, look at all these accounts we have. Yeah, and yeah, they're taking your information. But look at what China is doing with your information. It's all about taking control. Now, we don't know what Instagram is doing with that private information, but all we know, they're probably selling it to China. But I'd rather someone here in America to have it than someone in China knowing that China wants to take over. See, people get things so confused. They'll say, well, why are we attacking? Why are they attacking TikTok? Because Instagram and Facebook, they're taking your private information. Okay, yeah, you got a point there. And they shouldn't be doing it because they lied. 
But TikTok is a Chinese company that's taking the information, and they're going to use the information against us. They're going to use the information to gain a foothold in our lives. Now, just imagine, because they're already looking at, okay, these people, we consider these people as being productive. So we'll put them in a bucket. These people here, they're just losers. We'll put them in a bucket. We'll make them go out and work and work hard in the fields probably. So when you hear people saying that, oh, well, what's wrong with it? What's wrong with Instagram? They're taking it and you're mad at China. Yeah, and we should be. Don't get it twisted. But going back to Dylan Mulvaney and the movies, it's only a matter of time that we'll see a movie made on this. And, you know, I'm kind of glad that these people are on strike because we don't have to see any more of these woke shows on TV or these woke movies that are coming out. It'll give us a break, a reprieve, and maybe people will get to their senses and maybe people will even realize that we don't even need these people. We don't need them. I mean, their argument is over AI. Well, they're going to use AI and they're going to take over and they're going to use our images and they're going to do this. And then you have other people saying, oh, it's no big deal. We've been talking about AI or as you guys, Vice President Kamala Harris like to say, it's not a big deal. It's just two letters, AI, and they stand for artificial intelligence. Can you imagine? Oh, and speaking of movies, before long, mark my word, they will have a movie about Kamala Harris. And they'll try to make her out to be this like smart person, when in actuality, we know that she's not. I mean, when you look at this woman, Andrew, you think about it. When she was the attorney general, in San Francisco, I think it was. She came off as being extremely smart and savvy. But now that she's at this, the hot one of the, the second highest office in the land, she is as dumb as they come. But I'm sure someone is trying to put a movie together to make her out to be this smart woman. And she's not. Now, when she's mad and she's speaking, she seems to have her thoughts together. But other than that, She's just an empty suit. So maybe they'll name the movie Empty Suit. I doubt that. Seriously, maybe Oprah Winfrey, Gail King, Tyler Perry. No, Tyler Perry. He's probably looking at putting a movie together about Kamala Harris. If they get along, because I'm hearing that she's a very difficult person to get along with. And you know, Andrew, I also think, I don't know about you, I think the rumors about her, you know, turning up the bottle, I got to kind of, I don't know, I'm kind of believing it. Because she's hot, she's cold, just like Nancy Pelosi, and she's not coherent. So that movie somewhere is making that, someone somewhere is doing the screenplay for that movie. I don't know who could play her. Maybe uh, the Jonas Brothers' wife. I can't think of her name because she's Indian. And Kamala claims to be Asian, she claims to be Black. You can never figure it out. Maybe they would use her, or maybe they should just use a transgender to play Kamala Harris. Not that I'm saying that Kamala is a transgender, but you know, they want equal opportunity, this whole DNI. And I guess that's where we're headed toward. But there, someone is probably sitting somewhere planning on doing a movie about Kamala Harris and all her trials and how she made it to the second top spot of the nation. And oh, she's so great of a person. And they'll probably try to make it win an Oscar. Now, you know, they've done a couple of movies, Andrew, on uh, Barack and Michelle Obama for Netflix. They weren't that great. And I never watched them. 
mark my word, it's only a matter of time that they're going to try to do a movie. Someone's going to come up with some idea to do a movie that they want to get an Oscar for. That Obama, he was out there and he was doing all these great things and look at what he's done. And let's say eight, nine, almost like 16 years later, is it eight, 12? Yeah, almost 16. What exactly can we point to that was significant and something that he did that impacted all of our lives besides a whole uh, racial deal and dividing us completely? What positive thing came from his presidency? I can't think of anything. Now, we know that he gave us Obamacare, but that's a disastrous. Of course, for some people who didn't have health care, they're looking at it saying, hey, this is good, but look at the premiums that they're having to pay. But what exactly did Barack Obama do for us that was significant? Actually, nothing. But they will try to reinvent him in a movie that they, someone will think, oh, we need to get an Oscar for this because we got to get his name out there more. Because right now he's just a footnote. But maybe they'll do a movie and they'll have this uh, chef who drowned. They'll connect that somehow. I don't know. But I'm sure someone somewhere is trying to think of how they can do a movie about him or Kamala. But like I said, Andrew, we will have one year of freedom to rest. Take a break from all this indoctrination. Because Hollywood is on strike. So they're unable to go in and write scripts. They're unable to go in and do anything. And oh, I was mentioned, I was talking about AI. I'm going to talk about that in the next block as to why they're mad about AI. But guys, you get a break. You won't have to be worried about being fed or indoctrinated, all this crazy stuff that the left wants us to hear and see, Andrew. Yeah, very well said. You're tuning into After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. With the rise of independent media, we are now AmericaOutloud.news. For the genius of the United States is not found in its executives or legislatures, nor its ambassadors, authors, colleges, or churches, nor even in its newspapers or inventors. The genius of the United States is we the people. AmericaOutloud.news. Liberty and justice for all. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it, or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud.
World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. So we're going to end the show still talking about movies. We didn't plan it this way, but when Andrew opened up and he started talking about it, I'm like, man, you know, (laughs) uh, maybe we should talk about the movies. And I wonder, Andrew, if they will ever do a movie about Biden and Hunter. The hunt for the truth. I'm sure if they were to do a movie about the Bidens, it would probably as I said, with the Obamas, they'll probably try to dress it up and make it seem as though he was like the most influential figure of this century, of the decade. Although he brought us to our knees, he basically destroyed our way of life, destroyed everything that this country is made of, just completely destroyed it. So I don't know how they could change that, but then, too, we're talking about Hollywood, and that's what they do. Sure, they wouldn't do a movie about Biden not, uh, what is it, claiming or, or acknowledging his, uh, his granddaughter in Arkansas. Only recently has he decided to do it. And he's only doing that, as we mentioned before, because he probably looked at the numbers and he said, this doesn't look good for you because you're showing your true self. But he doesn't care. He doesn't care at all. So I doubt they would do a movie. And I doubt, seriously, Andrew, that they would do a movie as to how Biden and Jill met. Because we know now that it was an affair and that Joe stole her from her ex-husband. But they won't talk about that. So they'll do a movie with, oh, they found love, the two of them. He had lost his wife and a car accident and his daughter. And then Jill came around, came along, and she, Andrew, you know what? Now that I'm talking about this, there's like a similarity here. Joe Biden lost his first wife and daughter in a horrible car accident. And if you guys remember, he he attacked that person and said that the person was a drunk driver. I mean, he said some really nasty things about it. And this person came out and said, that's not what happened. You know, the Bidens, they are always embellishing stories. Fast forward. Okay, wait, let me finish. Let me go back to that. So he lost his first wife and daughter in a horrible car accident. And his two boys, Hunter and Bo, were in the accident. They were injured, but not seriously injured. So when they were on the men's, Joe knew Jill and her husband. They were friends. And apparently Jill would come over and see about the boys and help you know them put things together. And that's how this illicit romance started. Joe and Jill and Jill's husband, they were friends. And Jill's husband, I think, was a was in the record industry or something like that. But and he thought nothing of it. He thought that Joe was his friend. But then he started to realize that, wait a minute, this guy's moving in on my wife. The next thing he knew, they were getting a divorce. Joe moved in with Joe. Fast forward, guys, and this is really horrible. This, this could be a movie, though. 
Joe's son, Bo, dies of brain cancer. I know that Joe has been saying that his son died in uh, Iraq. He did not. Joe got it confused. Joe's 80 years old. He's confused. He actually died of brain cancer. And the son dies. And Hunter, the no good drifter, no good addict, moved in on his brother's wife when she was at her lowest point, grieving the death of her husband. Hunter moves in to console her, and the next thing you know, they're knocking the boots. Andrew, that would make a great story. What do you think? That would be an excellent story. A great movie line. Yeah, it sure would be. And there's a bunch of bonuses you could throw in there with the Biden family, too. Like Joe taking showers with Ashley. Or, oh, my um, God. Yeah. Ashley's diary. I mean, the, James uh, Biden's corruption. I mean, there's just so many layers to a Bi- possible Biden movie in the future. Uh, certainly the one that you laid out. Seems Andrew, like I got the title. Hollywood I, I, blockbuster. A blockbuster. I got the title. Ashley's Diaries. The there secrets of go. Ashley's they either Ashley's Diaries or The Hunt for Hunter. Oh my god, I should write the script. <laughs> I just need someone to have fund it. There you go right there and I'm sure that this would definitely win an Oscar. Oh my gosh, I never thought of it. And you know who could play Joe at an old age? Robert Redford. Because I'm sure Joe thinks he looks like Robert Redford. <laughs> he can play Joe as an old age. I'll got tearing or whatever they call it. Man, there we go. Ashley's Diaries, or the hunt for the hunt for Hunter. Man, I mean, why not? There was a movie that came out. There was one actor who did a movie actually that was really good uh, about Hunter and Joe and the their relationship. I can't think of the actor's name, but it was a pretty good movie, and I was going to watch it. Wow, I never thought of this. You see, conservatives, if they were, they, there are a lot of deep pocket conservatives that are out there. These are the movies that they should be making. They should be jumping in front of this. They should be saying, hey, why don't we take control of the theaters and make these movies? They could do a movie on, on uh, Donald Trump. Remember when, what's his name, when uh, George Bush left office? They did a movie about him and Dick Cheney. It was a horrible movie, and they were attacking them. We could do the same thing about Biden, and we would have the truth. Eventually, someone would do a movie about Trump, I'm sure. But then, too, maybe they want, because they're afraid if they do the movie, he'll say, oh, okay, if it's bad or good, hey, I'm getting the publicity. You know how these liberals think. But if they were to do a movie about Trump, of course, it would be biased, just like they're biased right now. But if they really want to fill in that gap, there's a movie, Ashley's Diary, or The Hunt for Hunter. The Hunt for Hunter in October, because I'm sure there will be some October surprises come the election time. Oh, wow, I just thought The Hunt for Hunter in October. The Hunt for the Truth of Hunter in October. Man, I'm just throwing this out there. If anyone wants to write this, get in contact with me. I would help you out. But hey, these are some great movie titles. Ashley's Diaries, and discuss all the little things that Joe's been doing. But just imagine a story about Jill and Joe and how they met. The true story. Nandra, I got to say, I mean, not for nothing. Have you seen pictures of Jill when she was young? No, I have not. Google the pictures. Google it. She was a little haughty. 
she was a little number. I mean, she was blonde. She was perky. I mean, I, yeah, she was hot. Now, I don't know what happened to her now. Uh, but Jill wasn't bad looking when she was young. Like, like she had those long tresses, like the 70s, the way the women wore it back in the 70s, the long hair. And then I think in the 80s, she kind of cut it short. And she had the berets on the, the barrettes on the side or whatever they call those things. But she wasn't bad looking when she was young. So, And I got to admit, Joe wasn't a bad looking chap either. He just lied a lot. He was full of himself. So I can see how those two connected. But this is just indicative as to the person that Joe is. He stole his friend's wife. And then the son, Hunter, moves in on his brother's wife when the brother dies. And they got the Bidens to come out and say, hey, these two, they found each other and we're happy for them. Just imagine what it's like on Thanksgiving Day. I wonder if they still acknowledge, I think her name is Haley, Biden's uh, Bo's wife. Do they still get together? I wonder, is there some tension there? I mean, that would make a good movie. That would make a great plot line also. I mean, Hunter's like banged everyone in the family. Yeah, what a scumbag POS this Hunter <laughs> Biden is. I mean, if, I mean you watch, it... <laughs> if you watch that in a movie, you would literally be like, oh, man, that guy is the biggest dirtbag piece of crap I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but that's only if they tell the truth. If a conservative were to do the movie, you know, and I say conservative, we could probably pitch this. You could Gosh, just... Use different different names and write that script and come up right. with it, and it would still be exactly. an interesting story. You know, if anyone knows has a contact at Netflix, please let me know because maybe I should get in contact with Netflix and sell this idea. Now, someone's going to hear what we're saying and they're going to pitch it to Netflix, and before long, they'll have a movie because Netflix doesn't care. They don't care about the tawdry. They'll put it in the movie. But that would be—I mean, I could write a script like that overnight, and bam, there you go. The tales of Hunter, the Hunter Biden tales. Can you imagine? It's like, man. And the different angles you could go with this. I mean, you got the prostitute angle. You got him with the bong. You got him in the white thong. Uh, maybe we should, oh. <laughs> I just thought of something else. Can you imagine some, someone in the porn industry uh, having a, doing a story with the hunt for Hunter. Hunter's hunting. Hunter's hunting for a hunt. <laughs> That would be hilarious because, you know, these porn uh, companies, they like to do little movies like this. I'm surprised no one has picked up on it and done th Hunter in his, uh, what is it, in his thong, or Hunter in his jockstrap, Hunter in the jockstrap stories. Wow. Uh, this, this, uh, there are so many angles you could go with this with Hunter. And to imagine that the country has been taken down the drain to protect this derelict. To protect him. Look at how they've tried to reinvent him to be this like upstanding man in the community. And we know from the president of Burisma, his dog is smarter than Hunter. I mean, even when Hunter gave the interview on ABC News, he was like, well, I don't know. I guess, you know, they're coming to me with these business deals because of my name. I mean, we have all of this being thrown at us in our face and people want to deny it and want to give this guy cover. It's, it's unbelievable, but this would make for a great movie. It's just unfortunate that our country is involved in it. It's unfortunate that our morals and our values are being sacrificed for this one kid, this one man kid, 
who's been a screw up his entire life. And his father is trying to protect him because he sees that this is the this is my lasting legacy. This is the only son that I have. My other son was taken from me. So I want to protect him. I want to keep him close. But he's a loser. And so many other family members have to accept the fact that there's someone in their family who's the black sheep who's a loser. And you don't want to drag the rest of the family down to that level to protect him. It's sink or swim. And I dare say that if he's, if he's unable within the next 30 days to pull together this plea bargain with this judge, he's going to fall off the wagon again, and he's going to probably start singing. And maybe he's threatening Joe and telling Joe, if you don't protect me, I'm going to expose you. Because, Andrew, if you think back to July 4, when they were on the balcony of the White House, think about those pictures, that video that we saw of Jill Biden. She looked extremely tense. Joe was like in La La Land because he's confused. And you have Hunter sweating profusely, going backwards and forward to the child that he was claiming at the time and the child's mom and going behind Jill and putting something up his nose. We don't know what it is, but I would only imagine it is cocaine. But that video, that picture said it all. This is a dysfunctional family. And I would say to Hollywood, you need to start writing about this right now. Because if the country's going to go down because a 53-year-old man who's an addict, who's a worthless POS, who's tried to go out and reinvent himself by putting veneers on his teeth. I mean, we don't talk about that enough. That picture that we saw him with his teeth all jacked up. And now he's got these chiclets for teeth. They're veneers. The guy spent the majority of his adult years in a cocaine-induced state. Drugs. We saw the picture of him with the bong, although they were telling us it's not him. Even Marjorie Taylor Greene displayed his junk in Congress. And people, oh, you can't do that. Why not do it? You can do whatever else you want to do on the floor of the House. Look at, uh, what's his name? Adam Schiff was lying about Trump. And now you want to go after her? For pictures that are credible pictures that are actually him. And you also got to remember, Andrew, they were saying that Joe Biden did not want to admit that the, that, that the Hunter Biden laptop was his because he wanted to protect the family jewels. He didn't want Hunter's private parts on display. Well, by God, the man has been going around putting it on display to everyone else. Why did he even take a picture of it? Was he trying to shoot some type of porn? Movie? I mean, let's be honest. Why did he take a picture of it and then put it on his laptop? And I'm hearing that there's a lot more of information on that laptop, like emails and possible uh, video recordings of Joe Biden being in the room with a lot of Hunter Biden investors who were corrupt, like China and Ukraine. Man, we need that laptop that is a treasure trove that we can make a movie for, out of. I mean, so while we're sitting there waiting for these guys to get off strike, here's a movie right here that would definitely keep you entertained. The Ashley Diaries. The Hunt for Hunter Biden. Hunter and the Porn Queen. I, they're just, uh, <laughs> Andrew, you just could just go on and on and on making the stuff up to use for a title. And if not that, do a documentary. Gosh, I've got to get in contact with Netflix.
If the Obamas can have a deal with Netflix and it goes nowhere, if the duchesses of uh, what's his name, Harry and Meghan, Meg Exit could do a deal, and then all these other losers, oh, even Bill and Hillary Clinton, but their deal got canceled. Why can't we do a deal after Dark with Robin Andrew? We could write this. We could write this uh, documentary about Hunter Biden. We could write a play, tell Netflix to fund it, get a couple of actors and actresses to go out and you know play the role. This this would be golden. And then we could probably buy our own news outlet. Maybe we could buy CNN and turn it around to a real news outlet as opposed to fake news like PMSNBC and then get real journalists on that will cover the news about what Hunter Biden has been doing, he and Joe Biden, as opposed to trying to focus on taking out a legitimate person who was elected president, President Trump. And by the way, Kevin McCarthy, you need to move fast to exonerate him of all those fake, false impeachments. I mean, what is he waiting for, Andrew? Yeah, well, like we said before, he was put back in the position that he's in. We think the guy's a rhino. He's all talk and no action. And once again, he's proving that to be true because he's talking a big game, but we're not seeing anything uh, get done about anything as of yet. And the Democrats move so fast. If only we moved as fast as the Democrats moved, uh, this Hunter Biden would have been in jail for a couple of years already. But we're all out of time tonight. Thank you all for joining us once again on After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is on America Out Loud, available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or go to AmericaOutloud.news. We'll see you guys next time, and remember, stand for something or fall for something.